0: Shalom, shalom. Welcome to another episode of God's Little Hummingbird, the podcast where we are going through the Bible from the beginning to the end, using the original language as a guide. Today, we are in 1 Kings chapter 12, reading from the New King James Version Bible. Ya Elohim, please open our eyes, ears, and hearts to your truth, save your people, fish for your people, find your people, do not let Satan get your people. Keep us in your truth, put us in your truth, correct us where we are wrong. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Verse one. And Rehoboam went to Shechem, for all Israel had gone to Shechem to make him king. Rehoboam was Solomon's son. So what happened when Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, heard it, he was still in Egypt, for he had fled from the presence of King Solomon and had been dwelling in Egypt. Because remember, Solomon heard the prophecy that Jeroboam was going to become the leader of the ten tribes of Israel. Solomon therefore sought to kill him, so Jeroboam hid. Again, you cannot thwart the will of God. That they sent and called him. Then Jeroboam and the whole assembly of Israel came and spoke to Rehoboam, saying, Please note, the kingdom is still united at this point. Your father made our yoke heavy. Now therefore lighten the burdensome service of your father and his heavy yoke which he put on us, and we will serve you. So he said to them, Depart for three days, then come back to me. And the people departed. Then King Rehoboam consulted the elders who stood before his father Solomon while he still lived. <clears throat> and he said, How do you advise me to answer these people? And they spoke to him, saying, If you will be a servant to these people today, and serve them, and answer them, and speak good words to them, then they will be your servants forever. Now that, my friends, is wise advice. But he rejected the advice which the elders had given him, and consulted the young men who had grown up with him, who stood before him. So he's he, the old people, you know, he rejects the old, us old people's advice, and he goes to the young people and he said to them what advice do you give how should we answer this people who have spoken to me saying lighten the yoke which your father put on us then the young man who had grown up with him spoke to him saying thus you should speak to this people who have spoken to you saying your father made our yoke heavy but you make it lighter on us thus you shall say to them my little finger shall be thicker than my father's waist so they are using forceful authoritative power Authoritarian, actually, is the description of that. So they're saying, because the older generation said just be their servants, serve them. And isn't that what Yeshua teaches us? But the younger ones who are prideful and arrogant said, You say my little finger will be thicker. You put them in their place. That's wrong. But it was of Yahweh, and it led to the the separation of Israel. And now, whereas my father put a heavy yoke on you, I will add to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scourges. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam the third day, as the king had directed, saying, Come back to me the third day. Then the king answered the people roughly and rejected the advice which the elders had given him. And he spoke to them according to the advice of the young men, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, but I will add to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scourges." So the king did not listen to the people, for the turn of events was from Yahweh, that he might fulfill his word, which Yahweh had spoken by Hijah the Shilonite, to Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. This is where please keep yourself humble before the Lord, because he will turn your heart to do his will. And I would rather be on his side than against his side. But he will use you, no matter what, to fulfill his purpose. And so I would rather... (coughs) Sorry. I would just rather be in tune with Yahweh and obey him <laughs> so that like, right? Like I don't have to bring a curse on my children like Solomon did this his son right here. And then I would just rather be able to plead with Yahweh just to please help me do your will, Father, please don't let me go the wrong way. Help me to obey you, blah blah blah. Right? We we just want to stay pure before Yahweh, but look here, Yahweh turned the events. He turned them because of the wickedness of Solomon. So let's pass on a blessing to our children, not a curse. Now, when all Israel saw that the people, that the king did not listen to them, the people answered the king, saying, What share have we in David? We have no inheritance in the son of Jesse to your tents, O Israel. Now see to your own house, O David. So Israel departed to their tents, but Rehoboam reigned over the children of Israel who dwelt in the cities of Judah. That was Judah, Benjamin, and Levi. Then King Rehoboam sent Adoram, who was in charge of the revenue, but all Israel stoned him with stones and he died. Therefore, King Rehoboam mounted his chariot in haste to flee to Jerusalem. He understood now, okay, <laughs> the northern tribes are rebelling. So Israel has been in rebellion against the house of David to this day. And I will tell you, you want to know why the Christians fight the Torah? They are still in rebellion. But during this last 30 years, as the awakening has been happening, they're starting to accept and receive the truth of Messiah again, that he is the law-giving King David, the prophetic King David. But they have been in rebellion until now. There has been a separation. But we just read, if you've been following the videos that I make on Facebook, we just read that recently, we read recently again, where it said, no more Never again will we be separated once he brings us back to that land, when he is the king over both Judah and Israel. He will never let us be separated again. Verse 20. Now it came to pass when all Israel heard that Jeroboam had come back, they sent for him and called him to the congregation and made him king over all Israel. Here is the prophecy from all the way back in Genesis chapter 48, where we see that Ephraim would become the leader of the ten northern tribes of Israel. And through Jacob's prophecy... And we also know that these 10 tribes are going to get scattered and become the Gentile nations. There was none who followed the house of David, but the tribe of Judah only. Again, it says Judah, but 10 and one doesn't make 12 or 13. So I want to point out here, I don't know why the scribes did this, but Judah became known as Judah, Benjamin, and Levi. And it was literally Judah and Benjamin and Levi. There's three there. So we get the total of the 13 tribes um, because remember, Joseph has two portions. Verse 21, And when Rehoboam came to Jerusalem, he assembled all the house of Judah with the tribe of Benjamin, there it finally mentions him, 180,000 chosen men who were warriors to fight against the house of Israel. Now, you didn't mention Levites here because I don't know that the Levites would have been going to war. That he might restore the kingdom to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon. But the word of Yahweh came to Shemaiah, the son of Elohim, the man of Elohim, saying, Speak to Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, king of Judah, to all the house of Judah and Benjamin, and to the rest of the people, saying, Thus says Yahweh, You shall not go up, nor fight against your brethren, the children of Israel. Let every man return to his house, for this thing is from me. So since it had already been prophesied, Yahweh told him, Don't you dare, don't go up and fight. The separation is from me. And so he had to submit. He submitted to what Yahweh said. We need to learn that submission. Now again, it still would have been better if Solomon had passed on a blessing, if he had obeyed Yahweh, so that he didn't have to like pass on this curse to his children. Um, it would be better if we could just always be in tune with Yahweh and, and have him not lead us in the ways of unrighteousness because of the judgment coming to us. At the same point, when there's something that he's doing, we must submit. There will be times you'll be told not to help somebody because they're wicked against Yahweh, and your heart longs to through the humanistic nature of us, but Yahweh, you have to trust Yahweh, right? You have to trust Yahweh. Do not be that helicopter parent, so to speak. Therefore they obeyed the word of Yahweh, they turned back according to the word of Yahweh. Then Jeroboam built Shechem in the mountains of Ephraim and dwelt there. Also he went out from there and built Penuel, and Jeroboam said in his heart, now the kingdom may return to the house of David. So Jeroboam gets afraid here. This is where he begins sinning. He's like, ooh, the kingdom may return to the house of David. He is not trusting in the word of God. Yahweh had already said, I'm giving you 10 portions. If you walk before me, I will bless you. But he's not remembering that. He's fearing and he's going to act out of fear. Listen, listen, listen. If these people go up to offer sacrifices in the house of Yahweh at Jerusalem, then the heart of this people will turn back to their Lord, Rehoboam, king of Judah, and they will kill me and go back to Rehoboam, king of Judah. So now we're going to see a political move, which is disastrous for the entire population of Israel and the kings of Israel from here on out. Because he's like, huh, if they go back to Jerusalem to keep the feasts, like they're supposed to, right? Because we're not supposed to do the feasts in America. We're not supposed to do the feasts in exile. The the 10 other tribes, even though they were so close to Jerusalem, they were not supposed to do the feasts north of Jerusalem. They were supposed to go to Jerusalem for the sacrifices. <laughs> Listen what happened. Therefore, the king asked advice made two calves of gold and said to the people, it is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Here are your gods, O Israel, which brought you up from the land of Egypt. Huh, how many Messianic rabbis do that today? How many Messianic rabbi Torah teachers do that? They say, you know what? You can do Passover within your gates, even though Deuteronomy 16 says, no, you may not. They're like, this is just too much for you to like not have, you know, to bear the punishment of God right now and, and, and bear this consequence for your actions. We're afraid that you'll defect to whatever, like what out of their system. Because remember, everybody builds these name systems and gets your money. That's what happens with the Christian church. They don't want people to go back to the ways of God because they know that they'll see the truth of God and they're afraid that they'll lose that kingdom they built. If it was a Yahweh would establish it forever. That's why we don't have fear. Because if Yahweh has anointed you to teach, you're going to teach and he's going to take care of you. We don't build our own name systems. But here Jeroboam became more concerned with his kingdom and his name than the name of God or or what glory it brought to God. Do you understand this? He was self-focused, not trusting. And he's like, look, he didn't want politically, this is a move of political, um, this is a political move to keep, His kingdom, his. But shouldn't a true teacher of God be like John the Baptist and say, I must decrease, that he must increase? And if the children of Israel wanted to turn their hearts back to God and repent from their pagan ways, should that not be the heart of a true teacher of God? Do you see why these people keep you enslaved in their systems of religion? Because they get your money. They want the system to be about them. They want you to follow them, him or her. And they don't truly want you to come back to God because it goes against their system and they're not doing what a true teacher should do. A true teacher cares only that you get close to God and fulfill the purpose God put into your life. That's why Isaiah said your teachers will be behind you whispering in the way this is to walk. We're supposed to be pushing you forward to God. Get in the word, study it, know it. We shouldn't be before you saying, just bring your money to me and you're fine. Just stay here. Stay in my little kingdom. Don't go over there to God. Don't go over there to David. Don't go there to Yeshua, to the Torah. Oh, I hope you can make this connection. That is so obvious with what's happened with these modern religious systems. It's disgusting. So he made two gold calves and said, it's too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Here are your gods, O Israel, Was has brought you up from the land of Egypt. Now remember, these people would have been like, oh, okay, well, there's golden calves at the temple, at the tabernacle. Well, this is the temple. At, they already had the temple at this point. There was 12, 12 cows. So now they're saying, oh, it's two. It represents Judah and Ephra- I mean, you can make, they could make whatever excuse they wanted. They're like, okay, great. No, it was not great. This thing's a huge sin is, is now going to be mentioned many times. This is the sin of Jeroboam where he led the people astray. And he set up one in Bethel and the other he put in Dan. Now, Dan is where the Antichrist comes from. Remember that in Genesis um, he is the only one not sealed before the tribulation. And he is also the one that will be the serpent by the way that will judge his people. Verse 30. and that's in, I'm sorry, that's in Genesis there. Like the last chapter, Genesis 48, the prophecy of Dan. And then uh, Moses' blessings in the last two chapters of um, Deuteronomy. Okay, back to 30. Now this thing became a sin for the people went to worship before the one as far as Dan. Oh, because he made, we're going to read here in a little bit, where he made feasts of his own accord similar to those in Jerusalem. And he made priests of every class of people. Well, only the Levites are to be priests. And we're only to go to Jerusalem to do those feasts, those sacrifices. Do you understand that? He made shrines in the high places and made priests from every class of people who were not of the sons of Levi. Ooh, that's a big sin. How many Christian pastors out there, Hermione, Messy, Grandbites, are not from the tribe of Levi? Now, it's not that they can't teach. I, I should clarify that. As long as they're not, I, I guess, acting, calling themselves priests, that's fine. Because when it comes back, when we come back to the land, the, the Levites will be called out. But we don't get to just do, nobody just gets to say they're the leader of God. They have to be anointed by God and chosen. 32, Jeroboam ordained a feast on the 15th day of the 8th month. Because remember, there was a feast on the 7th month and the 15th day. And it was like the feast that was in Judah and offered sacrifices on the altar. <gasps> Ooh, we are not to offer sacrifices outside of Jerusalem. We're told that in Deuteronomy and Leviticus. So he did at Bethel, sacrificing to the calves that he had made. And at Bethel, he installed the priests of the high places, which he had made. And I'm telling you, these Christian pastors are these priests of the high places. They've self-anointed themselves or chosen by, quote, Jeroboam. They are not teaching the ways of Yahweh. They are leading you in pagan idolatrous Worship. So he made offerings on the altar which he had made at Bethel on the 15th day of the eighth month in the month which he had devised in his own heart. These are like these messianic rabbis too. They say, well, you can do Passover in America. It's fine. Let's just do a Seder. Bologna. Bologna. We're told that when, when we're in exile, we don't do it. We don't do it outside of Jerusalem. Don't you dare do it in your own home. It says, don't do it in your gate. Deuteronomy 16. We must accept our punishment. Like Rehoboam had to stop, he couldn't go and fight what God had commanded. This exile is from Yahweh until the appointed time when he returns us. And he ordained a feast for the children of Israel and offered sacrifices on the altar and burned incense. Guys, may we return to Yahweh's way. May we obey in fullness, in spirit, and in truth. May Yahweh protect us and may we stop the sins of Jeroboam. Do not let them continue with you. Yahweh bless you all.